0: Good afternoon, and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor. And today our guest is Captain William Hermanson, Camp Ripley Public Affairs Officer. And Captain Hermanson, welcome back to Community Focus. Thank you. It's
1: great to be here again.
0: All right. Well, as we head for the end of the year... uh, How did the year look, as you look back?
1: (laughs) You know, it's one of those reset years. We've had a couple years of deployments through a a lot of different uh, units, and now we're we're coming back home. Mm -hmm. Uh, Obviously, our 34th ID is deploying in February, uh, which was announced, uh, but uh, everybody else is coming home uh, after a couple years. So it's kind of a reset year. They came back to Ripley, started learning some basics, starting to do some smaller level training, uh, and then they're gonna build up in the next coming years to do Mm -hmm. larger unit training and -hmm. more advanced skills as as we, you know, prep, for if another possible deployment happens. Uh, And that's not just with Minnesota units. That's also working with the National Guard as a whole. So we'll have other states and other countries come in and train here at
0: Ripley as well. Yeah, it's been a busy place the last few years, and you mentioned... Other states, other countries, mm-hmm. uh, famously both Norway and <laughs> Canada, I think, uh, make regular trips, don't they?
1: Yeah, so uh, we, we always have Norway, obviously the Norex, uh, Norwegian Exchange, uh, and we just signed on to be their state partner as well. So we'll be seeing some increased training with their, uh, not their Home Guard, which is like their equivalent to our National Guard, but also their active duty forces as well. Cool. The Minnesota right. National Guard to be able to train a little bit more with them. Uh, but also uh, the Canadians, their Lake Superior Scottish Regiment, which comes here every March. Oh, uh, cool. It's, a little, it's actually closer to come to Camp Ripley than anywhere else for them at Thunder Bay. So they always <laughs> come over here and they do some training. And uh, Already talking to them, they've got some really cool, unique training that happening, uh, working with uh, even their naval forces that might come down really? here as well. Uh, we also have Croatia that is our state partner uh, for 27 years now, and they, they'll come down every so often to bring uh, different troops and learn how to fix Bradleys, how to train in our uh, realm, and we'll learn our best practices from them as well.
0: Interesting. We wow, forgot about Croatia. I know, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, talk about some of the unique training that uh, these partners and, of course, uh, guard units uh, do at Camp Ripley.
1: Yeah, I'll tell you what one of my favorite ones this year, which was really unique, was uh, we had a special tactics squadron from the Air Force, special forces essentially, uh, to make it easy. Uh, they came here twice this year on Camp Ripley. Okay. Uh, and w- they are a smaller unit. However, they did a really cool training called a Halo or high altitude low opening drop. So they took a Black Hawk helicopter around 20,000 feet up in the air and jumped out of no, it. No, they did not. Oh, yes, they did. <laughs> oh, they did yes, not. They did. That's, uh, wow. So wow. that's never happened on Ripley before. Really? As far as we could find. So being able to see that and see the Black Hawk, which takes quite a bit of time to get up to that uh, yeah. space and quite a bit of skill. From our uh, our aviators down in St. Cloud, uh, the 34th E Cab, um, yeah. they they've never they you know, they haven't done it a lot, but being able to do that was unique training for them, and it added to our. Uh, our capabilities, but it also has the Air Force Special Tactics that came in here uh, and were able to do something unique. And then they came back again because they really liked working with us.
0: Well, what's the normal altitude that a a Black Hawk would
1: go to? Depends. Depends. That's just a special type of mission that is, uh, again, doesn't happen very often. And on Ripley, we've never been able to do that. So last year we had some paratroops drop, and this year we had some uh, aviation. I'm trying to imagine
0: what (laughs) camp— Camp Ripley is large, but from that altitude, it must look like
1: a, I don't know, a postage? dot on a road <laughs> Probably. I, I guess you have to ask the uh, airport here if they fly over, or fly yeah. near us and be able to see it. So we've also, we've also had uh, some more drone uh, work here. Mm. So the 133rd Air Wing out of uh, St. Paul, uh, they were the first. They have a unit that was the first unit to be certified in a new uh, type of drone. Uh, okay. We do have an article that is uh, posted on our uh, website, uh, Camp Ripley, uh, Facebook as well. Uh, that talks about it. So okay. there's, they've been issued it in other units, but we were the first unit to be certified in it, uh, mm-hmm. which is a really big deal. Uh, and talking to them who are operating it, this adds. And they're not just the type of drones you buy on Amazon. I was well. just <laughs> going to say. No, they're a little you, more advanced. You might a explain, little. yeah. Yeah, this. they're a little more advanced. The control it has a video in it. Uh, it. It goes at high speed, high altitude. It's able to uh, view things for us mm-hmm. uh, that we would not be able to see. Um, it, in real time, so wow. uh, you'll have to check out our, our article uh, on on our Facebook page as well as our National Guard uh, Mill website.
0: I also know, uh, based on what Ka- or Mr. Howsey was telling us last year, you get that one group that uh, goes under the ice in the winter. I mean, that's some pretty specialized training, too, isn't yeah, it? Yeah,
1: you would think here in Minnesota the training stops in January <laughs> or February, right? It's too cold. Uh, however, ours is starting to pick up. So we have about a couple weeks here where it's real slow, and then mm-hmm. we're going to pick up uh, pretty much the middle of January. So we are welcoming back our Coast Guard, uh, United States Coast Guard, which hosts a permanent ice diving course uh on ripley so that means every force the army the marines the navy uh the air force are welcome to as well if they Mm -hmm. want to go into the water uh as well as the space force they come to camp ripley learn how to dive in the ice so they go one of our multiple lakes on camp ripley cut a couple holes they go in and they dive and they and the coast guard teaches them uh, on how to uh, be able to do that we also have the navy that comes here every year now uh, for an exercise. Uh, They're calling it snow crab exercise. (laughs) Uh, And that is simply cold weather training uh, is what they'll be doing. Uh, So working with our aviators again out of St. Cloud and St. Paul, uh, they'll be able to uh, do some insertion points around Camp Ripley. Uh, The Navy will. And they will also, they're talking about going under the water as well. So just another uh, reason I'm not in the <laughs> military, <laughs> right? And and that's going to be cool because we're going to have a little bit more visibility with that exercise and yeah, um, really. working with the Navy. We're looking to invite our media and mm-hmm. invite some community to see and interact with our our partners because not everybody knows Camp Berkeley really is not just an Army training center. We yeah. train all forces as well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Any other specialized winter training that will be taking place?
1: Again, we have the Norex, the Norwegian Exchange, Mm -hmm. the 51 this year, so 51 years. um, That'll occur in that February time frame. Um, uh, We'll also be going over to Norway again, uh, sending over 100 troops and – We'll have plenty of pictures and photos. Uh, I'm lucky enough to go to the, that one this year. Oh, I so was going to really, ask if you get to
0: go over. Yeah, I, this year I get to go to, nice. so I'm, I'm excited about that. It'll Will this be, be a fun. first for you? For Just me, like, yes. Awesome. Yes, yes. Wow. Um,
1: and then they'll come here, and then we'll work with uh, a couple different uh, uh, training missions with the Norwegian Home Guard. Uh, but we also have the Peter Scottish Regiment. Again, they're coming here again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and In the winter specifically? In the winter specifically. And, yeah. yeah. They, I mean it's Canadians they love to work in the winter right? <laughs> <you> with <know>, uh, <coughs> yeah mm-hmm. but they, they love to come down here and we love to have them uh, it's great for us to uh, again share our best practices with all of our NATO partners yeah uh, and be able to be ready and, uh, and be able to work together yeah use yeah. our old tactics and our new tactics mm-hmm. and see what else we can come up with as partners
0: yeah and of course uh, throughout the rest of the year I mean the artillery tank uh, there's so much training that takes place it's just amazing to me
1: Absolutely. Uh, we, we have, uh, I, gosh, I counted about 27 different live ranges that we have. Uh, so we, we, we have wow. paladins, which are our new howitzers that are shooting uh, rounds that are about 100 pounds, uh, and they can go a couple miles. Wow. Uh, not to mention all of our rifle ranges, and we also have grenade range ranges. And uh, even our civilian counterparts, our civilian partners will come mm-hmm. on base as well, and they'll, have, uh, they'll train in our, we call it the CACTIF. Is our, uh, it's a simulation city got 27 buildings Mm -hmm. uh, on base and our uh, sheriff's office, our uh, corrections facilities, our SWAT teams around the state will come in uh, to our base and say, hey, how can I uh, train in an urban environment? Yeah. But we also have something called EVOC course. It's Mm -hmm. a simulated highway in the middle of Camp Ripley. Just there Uh, it is. And the state patrol, which hosts two academies on our base, able to train our new troopers in, uh, in a safe environment so they can be ready to serve our community as well.
0: Wow what an amazing place learn every yeah.
1: something new every time you guys are here about what's down there on that little chunk of land <laughs> and hopefully we come up with new stuff every year and, yeah. and we, we continue to modernize our base so yeah.
0: yeah in fact uh the last few years you talked a lot about uh the rail training right uh now is yeah. there something new coming this year
1: so yeah we, we always have a uh, increased rail operation so um Little Falls will probably see this a little bit more than Brainerd, but Brainerd also sees it as well. Sometimes you'll see military vehicles on, on trains, mm-hmm. uh, rail cars, and a lot of people think, where are they going? A lot of times they're coming to Camp Ripley. So this year we received uh, the first brigade, uh, is our first National Guard brigade to receive uh, the new Joint Light Tactical Vehicle. It's a replacement for the Humvee uh, oh. that we've had for 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Mm-hmm. Um, so this one is a, a more modern, more safe piece of equipment with uh, a little bit of flair to it. It looks a lot nicer. Um, so we're the first National Guard Brigade to receive and be trained on all of this. So we received oh, wow. those. We'll mm-hmm. be receiving new Bradleys, um, uh, fighting vehicles mm-hmm. uh, in the next coming weeks. And we'll also receiving some new tanks we're hoping next year as well. Again, we're one of the most used, most recognized and most decorated uh, organizations, mm-hmm. the Minnesota National Guard and 34th Infantry Division. So we just got to continue modernizing. That's that's what we have to do. And, Keep up, right? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Camp Ripley's building two new rail spurs to be able to handle that as well. So My we're gosh. we're going to be uh, we're going to be continuously busy.
0: Now, uh, you know Tess and I, lay people, many of our <laughs> listeners are, just give us a, a slice of the technology that's involved in like uh, Bradley or the new <laughs> tanks. I mean, it's amazing, isn't it?
1: It is. It, it, a lot of it ties into uh, being able to repair. Right, and we, mm-hmm. we've learned a lot of lessons uh, in the past twenty years, and especially the past few years, mm-hmm. that these vehicles need to be able to be repaired on the fly, uh, yeah. and more affordable as well. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times it's upgrading uh, the the ability for our mechanics to go into a field environment and fix them really quickly. Yeah, but it's also the computer system inside of it, our targeting system, uh, which is more simplified as well as a little more complex it's kind of a weird situation (laughs) right you have a computer that can do a lot for you but if it breaks down you you have no ability to shoot right yeah Um, so our troops are trained on how to do manual but then the computer when when it is running which is a lot of the time 90 Mm percent of the time um, that this more it's more accurate it's yeah, quicker precise, to do the calculations, more, yeah. more yeah. precise, exactly. Mm. Uh, wow! So, it, and be able to uh, go longer. You know, mm-hmm. The fuel storage, the, the rounds being uh, different rounds that we use. It's not just a, uh, it's not just TNT we're throwing out there, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some of these, some of these rounds and some of these uh, uh, bullets. I'll make it simple. Mm-hmm. Have GPS built into them. So, wow. our, our units, oh uh, yeah, our vehicles yeah. need to be able to do that, and it also keeps our troops safer. So, yeah. we have more armor, uh, we have more uh, crunch points essentially. As, mm-hmm. as uh, if somebody knows a crash, yeah, uh, and be able to rescue our service members if it is an issue on there. Thank God for that. And our maneuverability, new tracks, new yeah. engines, new uh, stuff inside of it that makes it go quicker through different environments and ready for any scenario cold, hot, muddy, dry, whatever it is. These new vehicles are ready, oh, and geez. these new equipment and new Service members are ready for anything nowadays.
0: Wow, wow! That's
1: like a kid. My brain can't even wrap around that. Kind <laughs> yeah, of
0: stuff. but uh, it just. <laughs> but tells I'm so glad you. it's
1: there. <laughs> yeah,
0: and it also yeah. tells you with uh, new equipment, it's always important to train on it, and that's where again Camp Ripley just is the shining star, isn't it?
1: Yeah, especially here in the north, the shining star mm-hmm. of the north. Right, we're one of the. We're the most premier uh, training base here in the Midwest. Uh, one of the largest ones, uh, but we also have a, a fantastic maintenance facility. If you haven't seen or heard of our uh, central maintenance mm-hmm. facility, it, it, it is a uh, amazing two buildings, and we have many, many bays uh, that these vehicles can go in. And our mechanics are highly trained to be able to fix it, mm-hmm. uh, put things on there, be able to take apart and put back. Paint shop, carpentry shop. <laughs> Uh, we even have an electronic shop. So, whatever it is, uh, Camp Ripley is able to handle most of anything uh, that comes in our way. It's awesome. That's why people continuously come to here. We're, we're consistently the third busiest National Guard training site. Wow. You can understand why with that. whole.
0: mackerel. One last question before we let you go, Uh, Captain Hermanson. uh, I know uh, during your open house this year, I think there was some groundbreaking. Give us an update on the military museum. Isn't there a new facility coming?
1: Yeah, so we should uh, be able to break ground. Uh, Talking to Randall Dietrich, um, the director of the the museum, uh, he's looking to hope as soon as the ground freezes then thoughts thaws, thoughts thaws, we'll yeah what happens uh, with this weather here he's hoping to break ground this spring uh, and then should take about uh, 2026 20, early on to actually oh. open the doors okay. uh, so right now we're all in the process of uh, again recataloging all of this the the museum and what people don't understand or see is that museum on Ripley right now mm-hmm. isn't all that he has Right. Oh. okay we have a lot more uh that is in storage that he consistently rotates keeps it fresh uh, and randall is amazing at doing that as well as doug thompson the curator for that museum mm-hmm. but they're also really busy yeah doing the final design stages of that because it consistently changes yeah. so we're hoping uh early spring 2026 to open up but this year we should be able to actually start digging and be able to uh you'll be able to see some progress off the of 371 when you're driving by that's going to be
0: spectacular yeah we'll look forward to that Yep, absolutely well captain hermanson we appreciate you being here to talk about camp ripley and all the happenings and uh thank you for being here and thank you for what you do and mm-hmm. uh uh we hope to see you again but maybe we won't because <laughs> you're going overseas
1: <laughs> oh yeah it's only for a few weeks but yeah we're anytime we're really happy to be able to talk to kitty and share our process and yeah. anytime you're welcome here we'll we'll be here
0: well, thank, thank you, you for much. being here. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> our guest today, Captain William Hermanson. He is the Camp Ripley Public Affairs Officer. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor. That is today's edition of Community Focus. We remind you that our Community Focus programs can be listened to anytime right on our website. Go to 1067wjjy.com. You can also listen through our free downloadable app, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.